one. So this is this is the fresh start to the show. This is the official. Oh man, I ruined that by yelling in the middle of it. I'm sorry. Right. Do it with mine. Do it with mine. Another yeah. try because I have another. Here okay, you. I'm going to be completely silent. Time, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. <sighs> Thank you for that cup of coffee. Holy cow. We've really been angling for a sponsor for this podcast here. The best part about waking up is grinding your own fucking coffee from whole beans and telling Folgers to fuck off. Ross and Matt have a show. <laughs> Ross riled up about his coffee today. He's not even sitting Fuck down. Lid, just yet. <laughs> God! Oh, it's right here. It's right there. It was right under a magnifying glass. Oh, it's right. <laughs> That's, if it could be in any other place that would make it more ironically funny, right in under a magnifying glass, I think it's kind of the tops. So close it could bite you, I guess. Kitty in the way. Uh, hey, Ross, how you doing today, brother? I got my headphones on, got my coffee, got that dirty, rotten pussy out of the way. <laughs> that darn cat. Kidding. He's a really nice kitty. He is. He actually ran outside a little bit. It is, what, negative two degrees outside right now. And still? we are, I think so. It was still pretty cold when I got here. We're just well, in the warm basement right now doing the pod. Negative seven when I woke up this morning. That right. didn't include the wind chill. No. Fuck. Ross, do you always include the wind chill, or do you just like to go by basic? No, I never include the wind chill because I'm not a bitch. And you always do Celsius as well, correct? You don't use Fahrenheit. You're a metric guy. Um, I'm usually not. <laughs> I I can't use Celsius because I want people around me to understand what I'm saying. But you would much. You would rather use the correct um scale. Yeah, I would. <laughs> the correct scale. No, nothing pretentious about that at all, buddy. It's scientific. It had, pretension has nothing to do with it. We were riding around the other day, and we started talking about just stuff we've been watching on TV, and I realized that you kind of have this, I don't want to say niche of things. Like, you don't tend to watch a lot of just, like, drivel. Like, you don't sit down and just watch content to oh, watch content. Oh, that's absolutely not true. You know the cartoon about the depressed horse? Bojack Horseman? That puts me right to sleep. I love it. I put it on before I go to bed in five minutes. I'm out. Well, you see, you're not actually watching the show. You're no, using it, it to put yourself to sleep. it watches me. That's, okay, so what I'm saying still stands. You're not somebody who sits down and actually enjoys watching kind the of... sweet, sweet sound of Will Arnett. Inane, non-substance type of programming. So I wanted to ask you because we, we don't really... I like Archer. We don't get to watch that movies. Or, we used to watch that show all the time together, but we don't get to... There was a reason for that. It was the, all the sugar we were eating. It was the sugar. It was mm -hmm. definitely all the sugar when mm -hmm. you're... Yep atomic footprint all of that chinese spy balloons that's all i'm going to put out there mm -hmm. you don't know anything about this i already talked to you about it which is kind of weird yeah i don't know what you're talking about anyway so what is the last thing that you actually watched and super enjoyed like really got into uh i watched this documentary about how they process trash in germany it's really interesting i learned a lot <laughs> name <laughs> Give me the top three things you learned from your German trash video, which sounds like you were watching something totally different. <laughs> um, I mean, to me, it was very titillating. Um, Although, just for future reference, if you ever want to hide anything you don't want your girlfriend to see on your computer, just put it under German trash videos and she'll never look because she knows you watched that documentary, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> um uh yeah it wasn't she 
kind of picked on me for it, honestly. You so, don't say. Yeah. I, I mean, the top three things I learned, uh, they actually burn the trash to create electricity, and they actually reclaim the heat as well and heat a bunch of homes in the area. Um, That's cool. They have an entire sealed building for extracting refrigerant in case any gets out in the extraction process it's in a sealed building and can't leak out into the environment what does microphone over what what would refrigerant in the environment do I, i'm not oh, it depletes the ozone layer matt oh we're getting so a little bit better at it but it's uh, burning burning trash doesn't do that it's incinerating it's a little bit different oh, okay Okay, see, um, there's there's a lot that I could have learned from this. Just give us one more factoid. I'm sure they're really hanging on to know fact number three from your German trash video. Um, dead air, dead air, dead air. So if you can't it, come up with three was, things off the top of your head that you learned, do you think you were enriched? The, the most interesting part about it probably was the various conveyor belt systems with streams of air that were... Um, switched on and off by sensors that would blast different materials to separate conveyor belts to sort things automatically. Very, wow, like chef's kiss engineering marvel. You were looking at it for the engineering aesthetic to see how they put this process in place in the machines and how they get it done. Just the whole bit, Matt. Man, the way that it was dubbed in English and the words of the people being interviewed didn't line up i loved it you gotta love a good dub you know see I everybody kind of I like i like listening to the german language so i kind of wish it was subbed but this time dubs was cool so i'm assuming since german trash video is the latest thing that's made an impact on you now i know mm -hmm, you were mm -hmm. a fan of that 70s show yeah you know they've done the reboot or whatever you want to call it right yeah i did see that well now, I no. was uh, scrolling to BoJack Horseman, but uh, I have not given it a try. <laughs> it's BoJack Horseman. Why are you calling it BoJack Horseman? Because he's a horse man. Okay. He has people legs. So even having seen that some of the 70s characters are going to be in the show, has that... I didn't actually believe it. I saw it interest. because it was, the, it was the mother and father in the thumbnail, or in like the, the picture. Red and Kitty, yes. Uh-huh. They have got to be like dead by now they're not actually in that show are they yeah no they're actually they're no two of the main shit. characters yeah they're taking care of the grandchildren Fuck, it takes okay. place in the same house oh yeah it's the grandkids now oh okay yeah i didn't want to give it a try because i was like mm, okay you got the rights to that so you can fuck it up like you do everything else netflix fuck you netflix I actually heard it's not too terrible. Of course, if you're setting it to the lofty standards of that 70s show, like that was just kind of a thing. And anytime you're following up, it's not going to be as good as the original, especially when yeah. you're basically doing the same format of show. But I didn't like the new Star Wars. Yeah, but Netflix either. has renewed it for another season, so they are going to really? be doing more with it. Yeah, absolutely. Must be they made their money. True. And. I mean, that's what the TV shows are being made for. How. That's what these reboots and stuff are being done for. How does Netflix make more money off of all of this content? 
Well, we'll see what happens. The 90s show get more people to purchase Netflix subscriptions. We'll see what Netflix is doing in the next few months. They just announced how they're going to be uh, doing away with password sharing and stuff and the new policies in place for that it. That happened last year. That's when their stock tanked. So, like, no, it's going to, it's going to, yeah, it's going to tank even more <laughs> because they're about to actually roll out those security things. So, oh, uh, go short Netflix. Woo! To, to the moon. Did I do it puts, right? Buy puts, sell calls. Did I do it right? This I said to you, the moon? This is how you play the options, folks. This is not financial advice. I can't actually legal, legally give you financial advice. I was just shouting buzzwords and uh, phrases I've heard yeah, financial people say. It's cool. I know how it all works. I don't. Just play that back and just base your yeah, entire 2023 on that financial advice. Actually, just play it backwards. Just play it backwards. It will all make sense in reverse. Yeah, it will be just as good financial advice if played backwards. If somebody came to you mm. with that 90s show again, it's it's basically the same show just put into a different time period, different characters, but fitting for the same format of what it is. From what I gather, I've watched like two episodes of it. Not so you didn't do your research it. either. I've watched, I've actually turned it on and watched episodes. Have you? No, I wouldn't do that. So I have done What do you think I would learn research. by watching that? Baby steps, Ross. What would you learn? I don't know. I just thought you were a fan of that 70s show. Maybe you would be interested in looking at it. That's all. I didn't think it was going to enrich your life any. Certainly not as much as your German trash video. But. Yeah, I got picked on for the German trash video at home a little bit. You did? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Does that continue to this day? Uh, it's it's been brought up a couple times. I even had some witty comebacks. Wow, be really weird I if was it was like, happening oh, yeah. right now. Too. My German trash video. I learned a lot watching that. What did you learn watching Love Island? Okay. And I thought I I thought I had a real zinger, but it was actually a. But she, but that's a good one. My, let's, my and girlfriend let's, had a real good things that she learned about watching Love Island. What did she learn about watching Love Island? She learned that only people in their twenties are invited. Okay. And they're all tens. They're all like super hot or whatever. Television, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's TV. And I was like, well, I guess you're right. You you did at least make some observations and learn some things. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We got to talking and we decided that that show is, uh, for being a reality TV show, it's not very realistic. So we, we were talking about it a little bit and decided that we should kind of rebrand Love Island. You know how they, they have like the UK one and I guess they are doing like an American one, like the American edition. So we were thinking like Love Island, semicolon, old and jaded. You just get like some 45 year old divorcees with a fucking, <laughs> fucking beer gut and everyone's just pissed off about the government or some shit. It's like just having ring camera access to every bar in the valley on a Saturday night. <laughs> oh man. Hey, I've spent many edifying and educational moments in valley bars and outside valley bars and you've seen people. exactly what i just described though and you know that's why it was right i've watched fist fights i've watched people get run over by vehicles i've watched it's uh i've seen yeah i've seen some stuff so yeah and almost see it was either between that joke or the other joke i was going to put out there and say no, so nothing so, for love but my for my uh, uh bar owners and bartenders though yeah no I was you gonna, all have a hard fucking job <laughs> oh it's it's not an easy way to make a living putting up with that much crap every it's, night that you're open and you uh, and you know what you're serving them is going to make them even worse than what they are when it, they walk yeah, into the door you this poison that makes you act like a fucking asshole it's always a gamble they walk in the oh, door and man. you're like how much worse is this going to get it's almost as dramatic as love island 
But it was either going to be that joke or it was going to be, oh, so you just married what she was watching with what you were watching, Love Island with a trash documentary. <laughs> so the 45-year-olds... <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but I went with the regional You've joke. You've been voted off Trash Island. You've been voted off Trash Island German edition. Uh, they have to all make yes. shies. No, um, uh, <laughs> you have been voted off Trash Island. <laughs> that was more. That was way more like Norse than German, buddy. Oh yeah. Let's go down this road for a second. Let's try to pitch this if we could to a network. You and I were sitting in a room right now. We got executives across us. And they're saying, we want you to take the idea of Love Island and take it places it's never been before. And you've already uttered the words, Love Island, semicolon, 45 and over, or whatever it was, last oh, yes, chance. yes, Mr. Executive, are you tired of making millions? Well, I can make <laughs> you billions. Have you ever thought of targeting a demographic that actually has money? Go on. <laughs> have you heard? <laughs> have have <laughs> No, it's a pretty hard body slam to come back from because it's like, ugh, that was us. <laughs> Keep going. Have you heard of a demographic called 45-year-old divorcees? I'm going to assume the role of the executive owns. Yes, sir. Exactly what are you trying to do to our island? I want to fill it with old, jaded, 45 and up divorcees with beer guts and saggy tits do they all have to be divorcees or can we throw the wild card 40 something year old bachelor who never wanted to settle down and oh, it's really just still fun oh yeah 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 <laughs> somebody whose uh life never got broken down by the bondage of marriage <laughs> Un unfortunately matthew no one like that actually exists Oh, so I'm looking for a unicorn. Well, this is reality TV. We know it's not all real. So. That's true. Yeah, you could, uh, you could just lie. Maybe that's the twist at the end of it. It was all a lie. He was actually a married dude, which happens to, unfortunately, some people, they find out the guy they fell in love with was actually a married dude. Yeah, that kind of fits the drama. You're actually writing this show for me. <laughs> no, these are just executive notes here, but they have to be 45 and over. Correct? 45 and over? 45 and over and looked like they just got run over. 45 and over looked like they just got run over. Yep. This season of Love Island's getting middle-aged and spicy. Coming this summer. Sponsored by Ben Gay. <laughs> Old and jaded. This could be my last chance to find love. I mean, I can't have kids anymore. Completely uncut. Oh my God, did you see her in that? We show full dong. I just, I don't know. It looks like an old man. Saggy tits. Hey, at least they're big. Swinging dicks. I could make it work. <laughs> this is, just sounds like <laughs> it's porn, just, pornography. It's one of the super cuts. You, yeah, you took it into the swinging donks and saggy tits. I don't know why. I was trying to pitch a sitcom and you went porn up. I've definitely <laughs> seen Love Island walking through and there's definitely some bulge going on. Oh, for sure. You gotta. You like, gotta have some advertising. I don't want to sit and stare. Hey, nothing, what you got going on in it? I don't like when my eyes get poked out walking through the living room. You know what I mean? So after last week's episode, episode with the uh, Taylor Swift extravaganza. I mean, are we still on this bitch? Yep. You got rave reviews for your reviews of the songs. This I the did. reviews of the songs themselves were not very oh, rave. I thought I owed you. everyone an apology. Okay. What what's the apology? We are never ever ever I don't know the rest of the words. Getting back together. Oh. Ooh. 
And now we're fucking on the cold, hard ground. Ow! She doesn't say that, does she? Um, I don't know. Midnight's the 3 a.m. Hey, edition. I but truthful, but nice truthful, things. but very, but very truthful. I pointed out some nice things. And honest. And we did have a Swifty in particular that was interacting with us. Yeah, the first feedback we got on the show at all. Yes. So thank you very much, Carissa. And that was your interaction, Ross. Uh, Matt and Ross. I will admit, despite that fact, that I will likely face unending ridicule. Ridicule. I am a Swifty. Which she did not, by the way. We will not do that to anybody. No, I understand. You just like bad music. It's okay. <laughs> However, I can absolutely say that this is not her best album. Oh, okay. Maybe you like her good stuff. I haven't heard any, but it must be out there. Um, Why a- are you dunking on Carissa right now? We said we weren't going to ridicule her. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm starting over. <laughs> I'm leaving all this in. There's no starting over. Just make it. I know. I'm sorry. That was mean. Make it sweet. Jeez. All right. All right. I will admit, despite the fact that I will likely face unending ridicule, I am a Swifty. However, I can absolutely say that this is not her best album. It's a lot of overly produced pop, mostly attributed to Jack Antonoff from Bleachers, writing and producing most of it with her. She writes all of her songs on guitar or piano before any of the post-production, so the acoustic versions of her songs in general tend to sound better. I propose that I send you what I believe to be her greatest hits for review. No radio singles. Oh, okay. So some deep cuts. I, I could give it a try. Do you also, up for that challenge? Can we can we officially put it on the docket here and say we will be reaching out and getting this playlist and we want... But see, here's the thing, and we're going to make this very clear, mm-hmm. that while we are accepting of the possibility of her changing your mind, mm-hmm. she also has to be accepting of the possibility that your mind will not change at all and it will be just as brutal as the first takedown. I am a stubborn person and I am very fucking dumb, so... This is like a very, very well uh, it's, thought out and written. I feel comment. kind of bad that we insulted the intelligence of our listeners last episode when, I, when we brought up the fraction reduction. Not only is this I'm the sorry. Only, only response we've ever gotten, it's she like put some time into this. He will be open-minded about listening, but you also have to be aware that he may still come back with the same response, so it may not be nice still. Hey, as long as you're cool with I, I might not be nice, then I will... I'll give it a shot. You know my favorite joke I think you ever told me? What was that? You said Ross walks into a bar a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Did I say that to you one time? Yeah, you did. (laughs) Wow, I didn't mean to call you out so hard. It's all right. I like what I like. I actually got some feedback on the first episode was it the first episode about uh pig nipples pig nipples we brought up how many nipples does a pig have we got a lot of input on that oh yeah um, the guy at the party i had about some pig nipples yeah and it led down that crazy winding road where we actually wondered how many nipples does a pig have mm-hmm. i have to honestly say that every time somebody approached me with it i had to look them dead in the eyes and say i still don't know because i never even bothered to look mm. And as I sit here right now, I still haven't bothered to look. So I'm going to Google right now. How many nipples does a pig have? Fake news. How many nipples? Okay. First of all, let's dive into the top searches here. <laughs> like if you start typing, if what you, pops up? I have, yes. I have. I have how many nipples put in right now? And the top is how many nipples do cats have? I hope your safe search is on. Nope. How many nipples does a dog have? 
How many nipples do male cats have? Now we're getting gender specific with the felines. We have now asked cats, dogs, cats. Cat owners are weird. How many nipples does a possum have? Hmm. And then, uh, fifth on that list, exactly what we were looking for. How many nipples does a pig have? Oh, okay. They made top five. So, how many nipples do pigs have? So, we are looking at, okay, a pig, the number of nipples on a pig has varied, but on average, a pig has around 12 to 14 nipples, just in case you were wondering. It is 12 to 14 nipples, uh, blah, blah, blah. That being said, the actual range of the possible number of nipples. <laughs> are they like Pokemon? Dude. You gotta suck them all. They can almost have as many nipples as there are freaking Pokemon. Dude, the range is 6 to 32. 32 nipples. <clears throat> a whole lot of teat. <laughs> the underside looks... They look like a freaking caterpillar underneath, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, the pig just looks like it can start rubbing. It's probably bigger pigs, right? 32? Can you imagine that? It's you're just be bigger pigs. You're all tit. More nipples, right? At that point, you're all tit. It doesn't matter how big you are. Have you, dude, pigs can get up to like 500 pounds and more. Okay, I've also seen people that are 500 pounds. 32 breasts on that size of a human would still be a lot of breasts. Would, they'd probably weigh Part more. of the 500 pounds is still breast if they have 32 breasts, Ross. I'd say most of it is probably breast. <laughs> yeah, at that point, absolutely. Just a big boob. It's kind of like those chickens that now they've genetically altered them so much they get so big they can't even walk around. <laughs> We've just created, yes. we've just genetically altered pigs so far. We just time. want them to feed their babies so they're just giant pig tits rolling around. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. They look like one of those spiky stress balls you can buy at the mall. <laughs> they just <laughs> You squeeze them and they just oink. It's <laughs> just all, the, pig milk. all 32 nipples just shooting stuff out of them as you squeeze onto the it stress ball. Oddly satisfying. I know. That was always the worst part about the stress ball. After the, like, fifth squeeze, you're just kind of like, is this all that's going to freaking happen? There's no reward yeah, this here. This is more stressful than it this is. This is crap. Relieving. Yeah, exactly. I'm just getting more riled up because I want it to pop. You might want to talk to somebody about that reaction. Mm. Like a professional. I just found some upsetting news. Uh-oh. The band. Panic! At the disco is breaking up. Okay, real quick. We'll, we will get into this. And this is pop culture for you. This is actually very timely mm -hmm. and something people have actually paid attention to recently. So this is the ah, most current pop culture you've ever been. Thing. You, everybody celebrate Ross knew a thing. <laughs> it was a suggested news article on the Google feed <laughs> and I read the headline and that was it. And I know something now. So are you aware of what the band Panic at the Disco really was composed of at this moment? Uh, I know that they went super, like, not MySpace anymore. <laughs> Brendan Yuri, the Yuri? lead singer. Yuri? Yuri. Yuri. Yes. Brendan Yuri had pretty much fired every other member that was in Panic at the oh. Disco. It was basically him with a bunch of side musicians. So when he announces Panic at the Disco is breaking up, he's essentially saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going on vacation <laughs> for a while, guys. Yeah. No, him, quitting. him and his wife, they just had a baby. He quit oh. because he wanted to do the family thing. But when he announced, he's, he's like, set, right? like he's, oh, absolutely. Bro, at yeah, this point, you figure it's it. been like, what, 20 years? Almost for Panic it. at the Disco. 20 years and they never made a good song. Oh. 